Thinking Aloud, conversations on the leading edge of knowledge and discovery with parapsychologist Jeffrey Mishlove. Hello and welcome. I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today, I'd like to share with you some reflections about my friend, Jason Reza Giorgiani. You know, Jason is possibly the very most popular guest on the New Thinking Aloud channel. He does not have the single most popular interview, but I would say overall, given <laughs> the many interviews I've done with him, he's the most popular uh, person ov overall. And I've just completed three more interviews with him, which happened to be number 35, 36, and 37 interviews with this man. They won't be released yet. They'll be released in September of 2020. When I say yet, of course, that depends on when you're watching. And also, I want to call your attention to the fact that I have set up a GoFundMe page for Jason. Now, he's probably the most controversial person on this channel because of his politics, I guess you'd have to say. And I don't share Jason's politics, as I've said over and over again. I've been a lifelong liberal Democrat. I haven't been all over the map, which is where Jason has been. But let me say something about uh, Jason's personality with regard to his politics. And one of the reasons why I admire his thinking, one of the many reasons why I admire his thinking so much, and that is that he keeps pushing. Jason is not, to my understanding, really content with himself or content to stay in any particular position for too long. He keeps wanting to go further and further. And on uh, several occasions, I have seen him thank people who uh, engage in discussions with him for, as he puts it, helping to think against himself. So many people I know get stuck in their accomplishments or stuck in their positions that they take. They may come up with a brilliant theoretical insight. As a matter of fact, I just did a, uh, a interesting interview. It won't be released yet, uh, but uh, it, with Adam Crabtree, who is a specialist on uh, depth psychology, and uh, this is a wonderful interview on hypnagogia, and he points out that, for example, Sigmund Freud had incredible insights on the psychology of the unconscious. And in the first half of the 20th century, Freudian insights, I would say, galvanized and crystallized the intellectual world. But Freud stopped there. And I have the feeling about Jason that he's not stopping. Freud stopped there, and, and that's why he had his break with Jung. Jung uh, went further in his explorations of the unconscious than, than Freud was willing to go or willing to tolerate. Now, in Jason's case, he keeps pushing. And he's of course, pushes to the point where he uh, admirably, in, in some ways, is willing to embrace all sorts of ideas that get rejected by other people. And uh, in particular, I first encountered Jason some uh, six or seven years ago, I guess it's been at this point, where uh, 
he took up my book, The PK Man, a book that represented 10 years of research on my part, a book that uh, the first draft of which sat in my basement for 20 years because uh, it, nobody would publish it. The, the first publisher we sent it to said it's not a very interesting work of fiction, even though it was nonfiction. But Jason took that book seriously and he integrated it into the final chapter of his masterpiece, Prometheus and Atlas. I was very grateful for that and uh, probably very partial to Jason for that reason because he was willing to represent what seemed to me to be a very serious piece of research that I had conducted. And I have to tell you, I haven't written a book since The PK Man was published in 1999. And the reason was I felt that this book was so important, I had said uh, some of the most important things I could say, and if it wasn't going to be listened to or responded to, why even do another book? And I haven't. Instead, I um, have been involved in the media, uh, but even that took a while. The truth is that the New Thinking Aloud series that I'm doing right now and have been doing continuously with great passion for the last five years was inspired by Jason. You see, when I first encountered him and, and thought the world of his book, Prometheus and Atlas, which went on to win the uh, book award from the Parapsychological Association after I nominated it, I suggested to Jason that I could do some uh, video interviews with him on Skype because I had done a couple at the time. I was deeply involved in the world of financial forecasting and had actually uh, written a couple of books called the Alpha Interface Series about research on financial forecasting. And I had interviewed a couple of uh, experts in that field on using Skype. They're on my Alpha Interface website still, I believe. But Jason said to me, no, he wanted to be interviewed in person. He didn't want to do Skype. Um, and I have to say the reason for that, and I give Jason credit, is he's a class act. And as a result of that inspiration, I put a studio together. I got myself a switcher. I got myself <laughs> the necessary equipment, the cameras and everything. I built my own studio at the time in, a, in an office building uh, that I owned in Las Vegas uh, for my wife's business. And that was the beginning five years ago of the New Thinking Aloud channel. So I owe Jason a debt both for his acknowledgement of the PK man and for his instigation of, of getting me back on track, to be honest, with, with my life's passion, with my life's mission, which is what I'm doing with great enthusiasm today. Now, since then, I, uh, I wept when I saw Jason on the National Policy Institute, uh, broadcast that, that was all over the news after the Trump election. I could hardly believe uh, my eyes and ears when, when I saw Jason at that event. But as I've said publicly, and I'll say again, I love the man. I'm not going to abandon my friend simply because 
his politics are in some ways so diametrically opposed to my own. And uh, as I mentioned, his politics are growing. His politics are expanding. Uh, he's doing some very fascinating work. I have to say this about Jason. I don't know anybody who has as good a grasp of uh, depth psychology, the mystical traditions of the world, history, philosophy, and technology all together and can articulate it so beautifully. I, and I've interviewed thousands of people. I've interviewed some of the most eloquent people who, who come close, people like for example, Dennis uh, McKenna, not Dennis, his brother, Terrence McKenna. I'd like to interview Dennis, but that has never happened yet. Terrence McKenna, who is one of the most eloquent people I have ever known. I would say Jason ranks right up there. And I've interviewed, uh, I'm very proud of the interviews uh, recently going out with Bernard Carr, a professor at the University of London, Queen Mary, a cosmologist who studied with Stephen Hawking. Brilliant, brilliant man, but I regard Jason to be an individual of comparable brilliance, right up there with the most brilliant people I have ever known. And yet, he has been ostracized completely from academia. I doubt if he'll ever work in academia again, and he's really struggling right now financially. He has, uh, you know, well, we're at a time because of the pandemic where everybody is struggling. But I urge you right now, if you're watching this, to go to the GoFundMe page. If you can afford to give Jason a dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, it will make a difference in his life because this person, for all of the differences that I have with him, and I do, uh, is destined, in my opinion, to make a great contribution to humanity. And it may surprise a lot of people who think he's a Nazi or who think he's a racist or who think uh, this or that about him because Jason uh, defies categorization. He is, if anything, not a right-winger or a left-winger, but he's an up-winger. And um, Visit that page. Contribute generously to Jason. Uh, I think uh, you are making a contribution to the best of humanity. And I say that in spite of very serious disagreements that I have with him. But uh, I have to say this, his willingness to consider topics that are Taboo. That's where I began to encounter him because he, he was willing to seriously take a look at the PK man when, frankly, even though it had been positively reviewed uh, uh, across the board, I don't think other scholars were taking it seriously, willing to integrate it into their own thinking the way Jason has done. And, and I have enormous respect for him in that regard. But at the same time, I realized Jason has brought to this channel many viewers who are willing to entertain ideas that are on the very fringes of society altogether. Uh, many of those ideas deserve to be rejected, but not all of them. 
And as um, came became clear in my interview with Jacob Glazer about the, the work of Jacques Derrida, uh, sometimes the ideas that have been relegated to the fringes of culture are, in fact, the very most important because they've been relegated to the fringes. Not in every case, however. <laughs> And I hear from many of you espousing fringe ideas that are well beyond my boggle threshold. But in in any case, those are a few thoughts uh, about my friend Jason. Obviously, after having done 37 interviews with the man, I, I have a lot more to say and I probably will in uh, future monologues. But let me close by asking you to think about this. What are some fringe ideas that are beyond the pale for you that you would never consider that maybe you ought to give some serious thought to? I'll leave you with that thought and thank you for being with me.